partnership in the Bible looks a lot more like that. Um, In Luke chapter 5, the fishermen, Peter, James, John, they were described as a koinonia, a partnership who went out every day fishing for a living. It's what they did. In fact, we use the word, don't we, quite a lot when we talk about GPs, GP surgeries and partners or law firms. We talk about partners of law firms. Hang on. I need to do more steps. When you're a partner in a law firm or when you're a partner at a GP surgery, you te- you, the business relies on you. It is your everyday occupation. If the business goes well, things go well for you. If the business doesn't go well, things don't go well for you. Partnership. I had a um, really good way to think about this is I had a friend growing up, his name was James. He had a family farm right? So his dad was, he owned the farm and was kind of farm chief. I don't know what you call them. But his two boys, his eldest two children's sons, they ran the farm with him when they weren't at school. And it was a busy setup, particularly during the summer when they were doing the harvest. So yes, they would sit down and have a Sunday roast together on Sunday and talk about life and share stuff and open presents together and go on holiday together and share things together. But Monday morning, 6 a.m., they were out there as partners in the tractors, bringing in the harvest as fast as they can whilst the sun was up. Partnership. That is the the sense of the word. It's a sort of a scrumming down. We've got to get muddy, dirty, got to get on with it together, get the job done. Like your, life def- like your life depends on it. Koinonia, partnership, a common sharing. We're in this together. Now that idea there, we need to fold that in here. It's right here in the Bible, Philippians 1 verse 6. Yes, this is sort of a charity. You might want to sort of sign up to, get the bulletin, give your money for, whatever. More than that though. Church is more than that. Church is family, where we sit down, we eat food together, we might share life together, we might open up our homes to one another, yes. But here's another idea that we fold in, partnership. It's more than just Sunday lunch. It's more than just getting together every now and again for a bit of fellowship that we can miss, might go to it, might not. This is my, this is kind of my raison d'etre, my my reason to be here. I'm doing this with these brothers and sisters of mine as a partnership. And it's critical for me, for the church, that we're scrumming down in the mud together. Now, the encouragement here, and this is what I want to just share as we draw this together, is that when Paul sees this in the Philippian church, and the Philippian church have been good to him because they've helped him, they've supported him, thick or thin. So he says, mm, verse seven, whether I'm defending or confirming the gospel, so going about, the apostle Paul did lots of things, going around sharing Jesus with, in the different cities and the different places where he traveled. Whether he was doing that, they would support him and they would send him financial gifts. You can read about it in chapter four and in Acts 17. But also, when he was in chains, when he was in prison, he's writing this letter from prison. 
they're sticking with him. They'll still support him. They'll still look out for him because it's not for them. It's not, you know, so long as everything's rosy in the garden, we'll be a partnership. As long as it's all going well, we'll look out for each other. For them, it's thick or thin. Whether you're defending and confirming the gospel or whether you're in chains, we're together. We're together in this. Now, when Paul sees that, and if you feel that, let's just bring it to ourselves for a moment. If you sit there, if you're sat there thinking to myself, yeah, there's a spark going off in your heart right now. You're like, yes, that's the kind of Christian I want to be. Yes, that's the kind of church I want this to be. It's our third birthday. Yes, this is the kind of church. I want to be a part of a church where we scrum down together, where we get, we get in the mud together. We go through it thick or thin together. If that is kind of just stirring up inside of you and you're feeling like, yes, you may have done, many people here do church like that. We think of church like that. That is what church is to us. And maybe you're just like, actually, I want more. I'd like to know that even more and push into that even more. Or you might be thinking that for the very first time. Here is the promise. This is what he says. He says in verse 6, from the first day until now, being confident of this, namely the partnership, seeing this little partnership thing going on in you Philippians, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Do you see what he's saying? Just, just come with me here. He's going, when I see that spark in the Christians at Philippi, when I see that longing to be together, thick or thin, when I see that in you, it tells me a story. It tells me that Jesus, the Lord God has begun a work in you. He started something in you. I can see you, you're bearing the family resemblance. The spirit of God is living within you. He's pressing and pulling you into that kind of a partnership. That is the spirit of God working in you. And he says... That work that God's doing in you, Philippians, or in you, St. John's, the Lord will bring that to fullness and completion on the day of Christ Jesus. He won't let that work go. God isn't in the business of letting his people down. He never has. He promises on that great day, on that final day, the day of Christ Jesus, that's when the Lord will finish up history as we know it, bring it all to a conclusion, get away with all of the destructive ways and death and decay and disease, all of that cleared away, everything evil gone, into God's future we go, a new heavens and new earth, with God as our very, very present uh, living Lord right in our midst. That future, he says, I'll bring you right into that on that day and you can be assured of that as you see in one another and yourself that spark I want to be in this so God doesn't promise us 80 years of a healthy life and healthy bodies or 80 years of income and a great pension or a wonderful marriage and 2.4 children he does promise if you are showing in your life that spark and desire for fellowship, partnership in the gospel, Paul's confident of this. He's confident 
and he expresses, doesn't he, the heart of God in the scriptures here. That work that God has begun in you, he will bring to completion. He won't let that drop. He won't let that drop. He'll bring you and all of us together as we scrum down in all of this to that great and final day of the Lord Jesus when he'll wipe away every tear, we'll see him face to face, we'll be like him, we'll be caught up with him in the clouds and then he'll bring us into that eternal future, a new heavens and a new earth. Paul gets excited about that because he's in chains and sometimes life is really grimy and hard and we're in the scrum and it's tough and he's getting excited about that great day and he's seeing in those Christian people and in that church, here's a people, the Lord has begun to work in you, he'll bring it to completion. That is a promise on the pages of the scriptures that we can take with us today in this church on our third birthday. If you're feeling in any way that spark to be a partnership, to be a church family like this, it's not just about eating together, although it is that, It's more than that. We're going to be a church family that scrums down and gets the job done together like our life depends on it, like it is the most important thing going when we see that. It confirms the work of God's Spirit within us and all the promises are ours as we witness it in one another until that day of Christ Jesus. Let's pray and then we'll close. Lord God, thank you so much for the joy of this letter, for the promises it contains, for the heart of the Apostle Paul, um, for that desire amongst the churches, and particularly the church at Philippi, that we're going to do this thing, thick or thin, chains or unchained. Lord, I pray that uh, we as a church family on our third birthday as a church plant here might have that same desire and energy and fire for you, Lord God. And you would confirm these truths and promises in our lives as we see it in one another together. We'd be encouraged as we share in this work together, as we partner together with you, Lord Jesus, and with one another. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The band are going to come up. We're going to sing a great song. We're going to sing that song where we just say, you won't fail. He won't fail to do what he's promised to do. We have a firm foundation in the Lord Jesus Christ. There are things he has promised us. Here's one. He won't fail to bring us through to that day and out the other side. And that is a great promise to hold on to. We can sing it. He won't fail. Where everyone else might, where everyone else might fail us on that one. And from him and in his name, there will be no failure. He'll get us.